This podcast doesn't have a theme song. Have a theme song. Have a theme song. This podcast doesn't have a theme song, but if it did, it go like this. Welcome to Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Welcome. And for the last time in this season, I am recording. Uh, wow, I should have thought about a better intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I did come with gifts. Um, we've got sparkling rosé, non-alcoholic, yes. come-through welches, and also um, popcorners. Have you ever had these? No, I have not. Okay. Have you ever had um, honeycomb cereal? Yes. Okay. It tastes just like that. Mm. It's really good. Anywho. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Um, welcome back, listeners. Um, I'm like nervous and kind of excited. I think I'm nervous because I'm excited. <laughs> this is season one finale of Rough Draft. And guys, it's been, it's been a journey. And to commemorate this time, I have asked Taylor to join me (laughs) on this episode. And in true Taja fashion, I did not start the timer, but it's fine. It's fine. We're just going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, Taylor is absolutely incredible. She's super sweet, so fun, and one of the funniest people I know. Stop. (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> she, every time we're together, I'm like laughing. I can't help Aww. it. She's so funny. She's so precious. And um, what I've recently discovered, though, is her passion that she has for fostering and adoption and just love yes. her heart. So welcome, Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's jump into one of my favorite segments. Okay. So I like to be nosy. With my guest. Okay, read my mail. (laughs) Yes, no, literally, we will read your mail. Um, Can you pull out your phone and tell me how many notes you have? Oh, no, my God. (laughs) Okay, this is kind of funny because I literally started like a digital journal to the Lord on my phone because I want to have it with me because I hate my handwriting. And I I bet it's not even bad. Probably, I don't know, to me it is. (laughs) Um, I thought it would be way more than this, but it says I have 171 in total. That's not bad. Okay. I thought that would be way more. Maybe it's... (laughs) I thought it would be way more, but... That's okay. I do... Maybe it's the word count that's high. That's probably it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, um, (laughs) if you'd like... Okay. Can you share with me the very first note that you wrote on your phone? Very first note. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're getting personal here. Getting deep. Uh, let's go back. Okay. Um, this is November 6th yes. of 2016 at 3.53 p.m. Okay. I said, tender love song. Oceans don't know their depths. My love runs through your fingertips. I never knew love until I until you loved me. I'm talking about the Lord. I know it. I never felt loved, because I don't love anybody but the Lord. <laughs> I never felt loved until you loved, you, until your love touched me. Your love will never slip away. In mm-hmm. the seas, I see your stillness. In the rush, there is a calm. No idea what I was going through at that moment, wow. but I wrote that. That was my first note. <laughs> I felt that. 
Taylor. 2016 Taylor come through. Okay. okay. What are you doing, girl? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, what about your most recent note? So, right. like, did you write one today? If it's, like, part of your journal, you don't have to I share that. I did write don't. one today, but I wrote a really long one. My last one was on the 14th because that was Wednesday, and it was really long, and mm. I probably don't want to read it, but I said it's okay to cry. <laughs> it is. It is. It really it's is very, okay. like a novel, Taja. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, I, I've said this once before, but I really enjoy hearing, like, the kinds of notes people leave for themselves. Um, I recently got fascinated with that thought when I started going back over the notes that I leave in my phone in particular because mm. it's very like in the moment versus going to your quiet place and like journaling like handwriting and all this that stuff. That would be a really cool like coffee table book idea. Yeah. Phone notes. Yeah. Love just, that. Or even just notes. Yeah. I had a I had a book I found at a Goodwill one time and it was notes that people just found for like everywhere. Love letters, <sighs> notes, and they were like sticky notes copies in there and it was just random little like I love you's and this and Mm -hmm. crazy stuff and it was a really cute book so book idea I like that (laughs) my favorite thing um whenever I go to the thrift store is like looking at old books and seeing if there's like anything written in the margins or if there's like some secret note same with antique stores good time I found like really cool old photos and postcards and Mm -hmm. letters inside books and I've loved it yeah. The book you're actually using today and have in front of you, I, like, took from the church, actually, when we cleaned it out back yeah. when COVID happened. Yeah. And I just love finding old books. Oh, they're so they fun. They so much. Mm-hmm. They really do. Um, so that was fun. Got a yeah. little peek into your life. Into my little, notes, a into little my bit. thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like that's a little bit of the heart behind Rough Draft, you know, is, like... Being able to have a place where you can share mm-hmm. those things and show your progress. Like, yeah. I intentionally didn't call this, like, final draft or something more, like, definitive because we all are very much in process. Yes, like we love a rough draft. We do. Because that means there's opportunity to change things, yes. make those edits before you get to the end and then get graded on it. There's so much grace in that rough Thank draft. Thank God for grace. yes 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 so on that note um another reason why I wanted to get you on was because I wanted to hear your feedback on some of the topics not some all of the topics topics. (laughs) that we've covered um in this season wow it's so crazy to say season Mm -hmm. but like as the podcast person who controls all of this well as much as I can, mm-hmm. me, this is God's idea. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I he got to say... He needs a vessel. Right, yeah. But I got to say, okay, this is this is when season one will end. So, um, yeah, I wanted to get your feedback on the topics that we covered. So we'll start from the very beginning. Okay. Um, and it's interesting because even as I took a moment to, like, go back through it, it's interesting to see how much of a building block it sort of is so I'm very interested to see what season two will be like because plot twists I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know (laughs) I don't know yet um but we talked first about surrender okay okay so when you hear surrender like what does that immediately invoke honestly I've been learning so much lately about surrender, you know, uh-huh. just because I feel like we like to have a lot of control. And I know for myself, 
I need control. And if I feel out of control, I feel just out of place, mm. honestly. Um, and in a small group that we're in, um, shout out Dr. Vaughn, you're the best. Um, <laughs> she was talking about Jesus and how he only did, obviously, the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. So basically, to become like him, and that's in surrender too, is yeah. doing something you wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You're doing the will of the Father, just putting your will away. That's surrendering that. And in order to do that, you're you're surrendering yourself. You're surrendering yeah. your will. And if we want to become like Jesus, mm-hmm. we have to say no to what we want yeah. so that he can come in and do what he wants. So for me, whenever I think of surrender, I think of that. Like, okay, God, so my plans don't matter. <laughs> Even just to simplify it and be like, okay, Lord, I'm waking up in the morning. My hair's all crazy. I look around. Like, <laughs> wipe my eyes, and I'm like, Lord, everything that I've had could have planned for today, I surrender it to mm-hmm. you because your plan is better than mine, and I want to please your heart by giving you yeah. my surrender. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, and the little things, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do this? And when am I going to do that? And honestly, it's not like God's trying to control me, but it's almost just that type of intimacy to yeah. surrender. Yeah. There's some even in intimacy. Think about that, you know. In intimacy, even with a person, you have to surrender your trust, like your mm-hmm. walls. You have yeah. to surrender, like your guard, and mm-hmm. let it down. So, yeah, that's what I think about when I hear surrender. <sighs> it's not as scary as it used to be. That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like surrender is an ever evolving sort of thing because, mm-hmm. like, our understanding of surrender in one season can be completely, completely different, different in another. Like for me. Um, right now, surrender is like letting go of my preconceived notions of even what I think the Lord is telling me to do. Yes. It's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I this could be different. Yeah, exactly. That over like, there. <laughs> like when I heard you say this thing, it sounded like this yeah, that thing. Was my interpretation and, of it. So mm-hmm. let's run with that. Yeah, and, like, no. and he's like, mm, actually. <laughs> Actually, and um, surrender is such a beautiful invitation, though, to lean in closer to the Lord and, um, yeah, get that understanding even Mm -hmm. on what he's saying. So that's super cool. Um, And going towards our next topic that we talked about, community. Community. Like, you talked um, about (laughs) how how intimacy and surrender are connected Mm -hmm. and even as you like take that next step of okay now it's not just about me and God you know like it is just about you and God but in a much more real sense how you are with God is how it affects how you are with people 100 percent 1000 million bajillion percent (laughs) yeah yeah so um tell me about your community experience Oh, community. It's the word <laughs> at large. How do you, how many M's are in the word? I don't know. It's a big, big word. Um, honestly, I will say my whole life I've genuinely lacked community. And it's something I think my personality type, loving quality time, wanting friendship, wanting mm. relationship, longed for and never really knew what it was and what it looked like. Um, and not until I asked the Lord into my heart and started having a relationship with him, did I realize how vital Hmm. community is to a son or a daughter and to your identity. Um, And so it's something I genuinely prayed for for so long. Like I'd have a friend here and there, but Mm -hmm. I always was running. But, and it's, 
there's no accountability accountability in your walk with the Lord and I feel like there's really not much growth without yeah. community as yeah. in your identity and I can say I've been praying for the last couple years probably mm. yeah a couple sounds like short <laughs> but it's long a lot of time and yeah. being here in Fort Worth like I literally talk about it all the time and I just sit and have that moment and mm. I'm like Lord I'm literally walking in the prayers I've asked you for community wow. for years wow and it's so beautiful, and before I moved here, actually, um, um, a leader in my life that I just love and adore, he, like, the Lord sent him and his family out to Arizona, actually, which is a miracle. Literally, uh-huh. did not had not seen him in years. Wow. Sent him out into this big conference. We were at this huge, the Awaken 2020 yeah. or 2020 event, uh-huh. and it was huge, and he literally was like, the Lord told him to go to this specific spot in the stadium. Had not seen him in three years, girl. Whoa. And he turns around, and I see him, and I start bawling because I just was thinking about him the day before. Wow. And I, the Lord started talking to me about moving to Texas, and he comes up to me, and he starts talking to me, and then, you know, he's like, yeah, the Lord sent me here for you. We have to talk, so we go and talk. And I start telling him what the Lord had been telling me, just yeah. like how community is vital, and I've never had it. And he yeah. was like... I will urge you and charge you. The body, like the person needs love and community like the body needs oxygen. Mm. You need it. And God does not want you to walk without community, without people. He didn't even do it. Jesus himself had community. So why Mm. do we feel like we can do things on our own? Of course we need the Holy Spirit. But so much I've learned from other people. And I can't imagine my life without it. So it kind of charged me to take the leap and be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to be obedient and follow mm. you and move. And I can't imagine who I would be right now if I didn't, That's first right. off, be obedient. Because yeah. obedience is key. Yeah. But also just know, okay, God, community. And I mm. have this community now that I feel like I haven't even dipped my toe in the water <laughs> to what God's doing in these relationships yeah. and community. Um but also, I feel like, so I know maybe I'm talking a lot on this topic. Um, no. <laughs> I know, but I'm parking here. Let's park. Okay. okay. Um, and I realized, so when I moved here, my whole world kind of fell apart. Mm. And I really thought that, you know, I was organizing and I said, okay, God, this is my friend here. This is, this is my life. This is how yeah. my life is going to look the next five years. I'm going to, this person's going to be here forever. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of like took my jar of life and just kind of like dumped it out and like shook it really well. So all mm-hmm. the crumbs came out mm-hmm. and just shook me upside down. And it felt like my world was just falling apart. I lost friendships um, and I was just alone for a mm. while. And it was like, okay, God, you moved me out here to have community. And I don't talk to anyone. And then we were yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I uprooted my life. I left my dogs, everything. You to the come dogs. for community. <laughs> yeah. And there's none. And yeah. so, it kind of was, it was crazy. But I look back and in those moments, the Lord, first off, he was like, I'm removing all the distractions. Mm. I'm removing everything that you thought was community. You yeah. thought was relationships. So that you can center yourself, realign, replug yourself in with me. Mm-hmm. So that not only will you realize how community, I can use community to help you, but really how you're giving to others. And yeah. you, if your lifeline with me is not centered, you're not going to be able to have and steward community 
the way I've called you to steward it. So I'm so thankful that I didn't have community then because I probably would have ran them away, to be completely Mm. honest, because I was so in my mess. So much was happening. And now I have these fresh eyes, and I'm like, okay, Lord, this is what it takes to have good friendships and healthy community and stewarding those things. So in the midst of that, let the Lord teach you. That's what real so community good. looks like. And even if you literally are like, God, I came here for community and you have no one around you, trust that he's doing something in that. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's trying to show you how to have community first before he puts you in it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you can hurt people yeah. when you don't know. Yeah. And wow. hurt yourself. That's so good. Um, what <clears throat> would you say would be your biggest advice to anyone who's like, I want community I don't know where to start. (laughs) Well, first off, I would always say, ask the Holy Spirit first. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I've honestly gone and tried to make community elsewhere. It wasn't like I kind of stayed stagnant in the years before and I would go and I would join a church and I would go to every single thing. I would be there early. I would try and talk to everybody I could. I would Mm -hmm. try and make relationships and nothing was working Mm. and I mean now you see the Lord's intentionality and he wants he has a community for you yeah and I think being intentional and praying and ask the Lord is this where's the community you have for me but then also just being be authentic Mm -hmm. be real be 100% you and I've learned to not take everything everyone says or every look so seriously yeah I'll say that because that ran me away a lot of times like Mm. Because it's a very vulnerable thing, going to a new church, going to a new group, going yeah. somewhere, and you're, like, putting yourself on the line. You're like, God, I want friends, you know? I yeah. want to be able to do life with people. Yeah. And I've run away because I'm thinking so much of myself. Mm. And that's one thing the Lord taught me when he pulled me away from mm. everyone, was, like, stop thinking so much about yourself. Wow. And I think insecurity can disguise itself as humility, but yeah. it's not. It's actually pride. The Lord kind of showed me that because I was insecure for so long. And I was like, no, I I mean, I'm insecure, so I'm humble. Like, I'm not confident. Mm. But really, insecurity is pride in my mind because you're thinking so much about yourself that you can't even focus. You can't even think of anything else. You're thinking, this person's thinking this way about me. I got to go. I'm running. I got to go. Wow. And really, it's pride. Yeah. And so just don't think so much into everything. Know that you have a place. Mm. wherever you go that's so good wow how do we move on from that (laughs) (laughs) like honestly community and relationships just in general Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to talk about yes because there's so many layers and it it definitely falls apart when it's not on a good foundation it does um so like even talking about the process of like how to get right like, in your heart, deal with those things before you're trying to, like, unload that onto mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. The whole, whole thing. And that comes with maturity to mm-hmm. recognize that. And yeah. I always applaud people when they talk to me about, like, okay, like, I know I need to get myself right first. And it's mm-hmm. not in a way of, like, not wanting to be in relationship, but it's recognizing, okay, like, I'm not at the healthiest place I can be yeah. to steward that person in front of me. Because relationships are about giving and being wow. selfless and loving someone through, even just a friendship. Yeah. Like, when I talk to you, I want to be, like, selfless in mm-hmm. un- being able to understand everything you're saying yeah. and being able to be a friend for you. Yeah. And you can't do that if all you think about is yourself, of course. So true. So true. 
Um, on that note, um, I also had a conversation with my younger sister, Alum, um, and we I talked. Love her. Beautiful. <laughs> we we talked about family because that's your very first experience when it comes to community, yes. and unfortunately, it can make or break mm-hmm. how you also perceive the Lord. One hundred percent. And so, like, I'm not gonna lie and say, "Oh my gosh, I have the most perfect perspective." No, um, like I love my family. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but each family comes with its own. Even thing. the best of families. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts on how that dynamic can affect, like, how you connect with God and subsequently other people? Yeah. I mean, I think that's why the enemy, that's the one thing that I feel like he attacks the most mm-hmm. is family. Because not only does it affect a family at large, but it affects the person, the individual. Yeah. and. It's like the way you see your father that's on earth, whether they're there or they're not, is the way you're going to see your father in heaven. And that's mm-hmm. why we struggle. And he's going to attack that. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't want you to know who you are. I don't know what you to know the access you have to uh-huh. the father's heart. You literally mm-hmm. make his heart beat. You yeah. move his heart. Like, I don't want you to know that. So I'm going to make sure that your dad doesn't look at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to cause a strife. I'm going to yeah. cause something. Or my dad... I love him, um, but the Lord has really had to work on my heart because mm-hmm. he was there. He was paid for everything. Mm-hmm. He gave me all the gifts. I had everything I ever wanted, but honestly, deep down, I just wanted him to sit and yeah. talk to me or take me on a date or yeah. protect me when I liked a boy and he broke my heart and mm-hmm. I was home in my room crying. He didn't do those things, yeah. and it really just caused this like stress yeah. on my relationship with the Lord when I really got to know him, mm. and I would just, a lot of things, so it's so important, and moms too. I think people kind of sleep on the moms <laughs> out there. They sleep on them because... Yeah. You know, I really think the Holy Spirit is so tender and mm-hmm. nurturing like a mother, mm-hmm. and it affects that as well. Yes. Um, so it's really just a full thing. Like, look at the Trinity. Like, that's a family unit. They're our view of how we should have mm-hmm. family, and that's why mm-hmm. my heart is to pray, and I pray for the restoration of families in our world, because yeah. that's how we'll restore our relationship with the Lord. Like, it's yeah. going to help people grow in that, but... I think for me, my childhood wasn't the best. God has to work through a lot, but it wasn't necessarily bad as as bad as others mm-hmm. would have been. Like I had a two parent household. They grew up in the suburbs. My parents yeah. were both doctors, and on the outside, you would think it was everything. But mm-hmm. I, those were some of like my the hardest years of my life. Wow. Where like my childhood, and just feeling unseen, and mm-hmm. you know, feeling like there was something wrong with me yeah. because I wasn't, my parents weren't loving me the way I thought that they should. And yeah. it really strained my relationship with the Lord wow. a lot of times. Cause I was like, okay, God, do you even see, yeah. do you even see me? Yeah. Do you care? I just did this. And I'd be like, you, this, my parents reacted this way. Yeah. That's all I know. So yeah. this is how you're going to react. So yeah, I hope yeah. that answered your question. It did. And actually I feel like, um, space should be created in this moment because I know we're not the only ones who have experienced this and um, we have the benefit of being able to go to God and knowing that like in spite yeah and in spite of the situation like Lord teach me your ways that I may know you and find favor like Mm -hmm. teach me what it is that is truly your heart like what what was the correct Mm -hmm. like 
What am I supposed to, what is it that you, Lord, can only offer me in those hurt places in my heart? And so um, I just want to take a moment and invite Holy Spirit here. Um, Yeah, because families are being attacked, and that's not cool. It's not cool at all. Um, But, Father God, we just invite you into this moment. Um, Just even as you're highlighting the importance of family, um, and community, Lord, um, we thank you that regardless of our perspective of you, your character does not change. Yes. Your faithfulness and love does not change. So um, in to, to whoever may be struggling in this moment, who may be able to relate to Taylor and I um, about family yeah. experiences and how it's put sunglasses or put some kind of distorted glass mm-hmm. in front of our perspective of how you truly are to us, Lord. We we invite you to speak into those places. Yeah. We meet each and every person right where they're at um, and reveal your heart for them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I think, I think we should pause. Okay. <laughs> before moving forward so um we'll be we'll be back (laughs) all right we've poured the bubbly i guess (laughs) the 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 fanciest grape juices Um, it's delicious (laughs) it is very good i highly recommend that um also um these popcorners guys don't sleep on them you don't want to crunch in your ears, but we're gonna be down in them afterwards. I mean, I I would do it. Okay. But <laughs> no, You're the okay. host. You're the host. No, it's you. all right. I mean, audio is already not the best. Oh, so stop. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, highly recommend kettle corn. Kettle corn flavor. Hear that? Write it down. Don't get the salt one, the sea mm-hmm. salt one. It's not worth your time. <laughs> um. Anyway, so just to kind of hop back in. <clears throat> Like, we had a moment. We did. We did have a moment, both on air and off air. We did. We did. <laughs> the Lord is doing things, and we thank him. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Lord, as one always does, um, <laughs> the biggest chunk of this season, I've talked a lot about saying yes to God. And it's been... A couple of weeks now, and honestly, I feel like I'm still learning yeah. more things. Such a tiny word for such a big thing. <laughs> Tiniest <laughs> words. Like, how ironic is that? Mm-hmm. That the Lord would choose the smallest word yeah. <laughs> for the weightiest thing. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what has been your experience with saying yes to God? Oh my goodness, there's so many experiences with behind the yes. <laughs> I think our life is a constant yes. Um, I'll say, I mean, you know, we've talked a little bit about how I got to Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. I think I do say this now, right now, that is the biggest yes I've ever given the Lord. Um, To the point, I kid you not, when I was on the airplane, I was bawling my eyes out. It was like, looked just so mean to the point that the sweet woman next to me, pre-COVID, was like, (laughs) can I... I will pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was that much of a mess. Wow. I mean, I threw my stuff in my car. My car was getting shipped here. Mm-hmm. I literally just 
everything was on the hangers from the closet. I left it, threw it all. And let's preface to why I was so upset. Because people were like, well, you're moving, you're 24, just, it's just a move. Like, yeah. why are you, it's, is it so deep? But I think on the non-spiritual side of it, it was literally me saying no to everything that I wanted. So, like, let me set a back story. I'm from Arizona, and uh, it's my one of my favorite states in the U.S. Um, I love the mountains, being outside. So that, as a naturist and mm-hmm. as a four, that set was set up for me. Yeah. I just gotten my license to be an esthetician. I was working for a plastic surgeon. I had a good setup there. It wasn't perfect, but it was it was good. It was working for me. Mm-hmm. And I also just bought a house. And wow, I literally didn't know that. <laughs> it was like so. I was making my my life like it. Yeah. Let's emphasis on the my. Uh huh. I was you know li- obviously living for the Lord and spending time with Him, but there was obviously like this stint in growth. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to confront it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so like I'm working here. I'm getting. I bought this house, and I'm gonna DIY. I'm gonna be Joanna Gaines. Yes. Gotta find my chip. Like, uh-huh. what's gonna happen? Yeah. And literally, I just kind of just hit this wall, and it was kind of like, you know, that little toy, and it just keeps hitting the wall, mm-hmm. and you put it back up, and it just keeps hitting the wall. Yeah. And the Lord was like, "Are you gonna notice that you're not going anywhere yet?" And I was like, maybe. <laughs> Like, yeah. So everything I could say I wanted in that moment, I was setting up for myself. And it Mm. just wasn't enough. It wasn't, I wasn't growing spiritually. And I kind of was at this crossroads where it's like, Lord, do I want what's making me comfortable? And there's no fruit in my family growing and my prayers of my family changing, my brothers. Like I wanted, I wanted to be there they're like my children. I wanted mm. to control, make sure they were okay, make sure yeah. my parents were okay. Yeah. I had my dog, had my life. Everything was set up the way that I wanted, but there was no fruit in our mm. relationships. Yeah. There was no growth with myself. Yeah. And, I mean, the Lord was like, "Are you, when are you going to take your hands off of it? So he started speaking to me about moving, and I tell you it was the hardest decision mm. I've ever made, even to literally when I got here. I look at my journals from the days that I got here, and I was like, God, I don't want to be here. It's yeah. stained with tears. Yeah. Literally just no written <laughs> on one page. Yeah. As I'm here, it was yeah. it was just the hardest yes, but there's so much that was behind it. And mm-hmm. I think, too, spiritually, we'll go back to that. Yeah. Spiritually, I think the resistance was because of what was behind this yes. Like, the enemy knew Mm -hmm. that, literally knew that (laughs) if I said yes and I came here, that I would grow exponentially. No, I have not reached anything, (laughs) and I don't think there's ever a reach that we're ever going to get to. But it's crazy that Mm -hmm. literally there's so much that I wouldn't have tapped into, and I can see why he was fighting me to where literally I was like, driving at 4 a.m. My parents were taking me to the airport and I was like, turn around, turn around, turn around. Like I literally, so, and and I'm a traveler. Yeah. I'm not, like I said, the family part, I'm not, don't have the best, the Lord has really done a work in my family. Yeah. But honestly, it's just crazy to see how I would, how our flesh Hmm. will hold on for dear life to comfort to where the Lord literally is always, I saw that vision or that um, picture illustration of the little girl with a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and she has this little teddy bear in her hand and Jesus so beautiful he's beautiful standing in front of her and it's like give me this teddy bear and he has this giant beautiful fluffy teddy bear behind her that she doesn't see mm. and it's like the Lord kept showing me that picture like mm. give this over to me you think it's the best thing you've ever had you think it's everything you've ever wanted you're holding it in your hand give it to me That's so good. and it's that blind faith yeah that on the other end of that he's gonna give you that precious that big even bigger teddy bear and mm. I got the big teddy bear I will say that and I am definitely not even like I said you yeah. haven't put a toe into what's behind wow. his yes but I will definitely say always for maybe until the next yes comes along but this has been the biggest yes yeah for that's me, so for good. sure um I think it's so important for people to remember yeses can be yet messy like it doesn't have to preach. be it. Not a preach. It doesn't have to be neat. Like you don't have to be like, oh yeah, like all the way in it to still mm-hmm. do something. Oh yeah. Like there's the fake it till you make it mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't like necessarily agree with the whole thing, but there is something to still doing something that's like hard. You yes. know, do you like doing G- chores. Jesus cried sweat blood. I was thinking that uh-huh. <laughs> when he was about to go to the cross yeah. and he said god take this cup for me i don't want it but he did it because and he, he was knew. like he was like but if yes this is your will yes mm-hmm. you know and and i think and i love that even these people to this day that kind of question me being here my parents some other people yeah. and they were like well you know when god told me to move I was, I was like, yup, I'm going to go. And they yeah. went. And it was like, so maybe it's not God. But really, like, let's break that lie right now. <laughs> Taja, you said it right. Yeses can be messy. Yeah. And it's okay to be like, God, this frustrates me. I'm kind mm-hmm. of like giving you the stank guy right yeah. now because I don't want to yeah. be here. But my love for you outweighs mm-hmm. my emotions. Period. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, what she said is good. That'll preach. I'm going to write that on my this wall. This whole thing, like... Yeses can be messy. Yeses can be messy. Um, Like, and going back... So, I made the comment about the chores. Like, chores. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody likes folding laundry. Mm-hmm. But, will you do it? Mm-hmm. Is it necessary? Yes, or to the pile in my thing. <laughs> for my the, the order of your room. <laughs> like, it's best to do it. Sanity. You know? you, yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, I... I don't think that, let me backtrack, um, going back to yeses are messy, even if I'm saying yes to the same thing that the Lord has asked you to, to say yes to, our journey and what that yes looks like is going to be completely yes. different. So like, I was excited mm-hmm. to move to Fort Worth. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, let's do it. And when the Lord asked you to move to Fort Worth, it's like, yeah, yeah. but... I'm not going to make it easy. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to have to take me kicking and screaming. But he did. And he, he did. He did. And that's the beautiful thing of it. Um, I also think that yeses can equate to faith in the sense of mustard seed size. Yes, I was just thinking that. <laughs> it's like, that. it only takes just a smidge of your heart to be mm-hmm. like, yes. And maybe that's why it's such a small word. It's a mustard seed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Think of that like visual. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Yeses. Mm. Yep. They are the best and the worst. Yes. <laughs> but mostly but the, the hardest, best. yes, probably have the best rewards. 
So true. So true. Because, like, if you take it to the yes at its purest sense, Mm -hmm. you're saying yes to God. Yes. And that yes can be the hardest because you have Mm -hmm. to get past your flesh, get past... 100%. Because... Really bad experiences yeah that you're saying yes to necessarily it's just your even your heart posture with the lord mm-hmm. you know because in the yeah. moment when you hear god speak to you it's kind of like that multiple choice click like yes or no yeah and when you say no it literally just devalues his mm. voice because if he's speaking so clearly and you choose to do the opposite yeah you're like lord okay your voice doesn't matter in this moment yeah. i'm gonna choose my own way yeah. and i think if you want to hear the Lord more, say yes and be obedient. Yes. Yes. Say yes and obey. Mm-hmm. End of story. Period, <laughs> Pooh. Um, so yes has kind of lead us to personal convictions. And that's the most recent conversation I had with Fallon. Freaking love Fallon. Yes. She's like creative. Yes. Gal. But when it comes to using a public path platform Mm -hmm. using a public platform for conveying personal convictions or like she does it so well with like grace and love and i'm like who is she i have so (laughs) much to learn (laughs) um anyway what are your thoughts on personal convictions like what has that process looked for you i mean i feel like this is a question that kind of comes up to like between like mutual like christians if you think of like something small like a show or music or and we have so many subcategories within our large category of mm-hmm. Christianity. I kind of don't like it, but yeah. we do. Um, and so I, for myself, I think we kind of compare ourselves a lot in our convictions and almost make other people's convictions our own and as a standard. Mm. You know, I think the Bible, obviously the word of God is our standard. So yeah. those aren't even necessarily convictions. But I think when it comes to hearing the Holy Spirit, you have to be able to have conviction. Yeah. You have to be able to know what it means and what it feels like when the Holy Spirit convicts you on something. Mm -hmm. Because then you'll really know, like, ooh, skirt. Yep. Uh, Yep. Okay, I'm going to turn it off. Like, And I've honestly asked the Lord for more of it, and I think that's something where it's uncomfortable because it's another thing, dying to yourself, to say, God, like, Mm because I love music. I... I'm a movie. I like movies, but I really love TV shows. I think it's just something because I like to follow a story and yeah. get to know a character yeah. in a longer span of time. Um, and so I've had to really ask because I'm not one of those that kind of just watches just Christian movies because mm-hmm. I really feel a heart for Hollywood, a heart yeah. for the secular world. So I've not been one to like run completely mm-hmm. away from it. But I've had to ask in those moments for more to hear, yeah. feel more of his conviction. Yeah. And there would be songs where I'll be literally driving the car, I kid you not, and I'll put, I'll be like, yes, I love this song, it'll come on. And I'll hear the Holy Spirit say, not today, turn it off, nope. And I'm mm. like, first I was like, really? Like, <laughs> I've been wanting to hear the song all day. Yeah. But it took me in those little moments, like, to Mm -hmm. change that song, to turn that off, to stop watching that show. Like, I started watching a Netflix show, and I was like, it's all right, you know, I don't really have the attention span for it, but I'm watching it, and then I went, I was, like, doing laundry, I said, Lord, can I watch the show today? Like, is it, can I finish the show? And he just said no, and did I ask why? No, because Mm. it doesn't matter why. Yeah. He said no. Yeah. He's convinced, he says, like, no, it's something, and I just don't want anything to separate me from mm, him. That's so good. And I think convictions help us 
not have that separation. Healthy Holy Spirit conviction helps us keep our intimacy with him because yeah. it it's like, okay, like this is rubbing the wrong way. Yeah. I don't want to grieve my the love of my life. This is the love of he's like yeah. he's everything. Like I don't want to grieve you, so I'm not gonna do that. Mm. You don't have to tell me why. Yeah. You don't have to tell me why it hurts you. You can if you want. Yeah. But I don't want to grieve you, so I'm not gonna do it. Wow. And and it takes time to get to that. Mm-hmm. There's grace over this Holy yeah. Spirit. He gives us such grace and yeah. I love him for that. But it it takes time and I think it takes yeah. asking daily, even in the little things. Yeah. That's so good. Um personal conviction then just based off of what you're sharing. Mm-hmm. It's a way to consecrate yourself for the things, like holy things, you know, it's what sets you apart and, um, like you don't have to go around telling everybody like this is, yeah, like (laughs) this is a personal conviction of mine or this is why and blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, there's a time and place for Mm -hmm. it. Yes. I do believe that at some point you should be sharing, but like, like you shouldn't feel obligated either because mm-hmm. your life should be a reflection already yeah. of those personal convic- convictions so mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah and everybody and, it, and your i think certain things change in seasons they change in like your spiritual growth and your maturity and certain mm-hmm. things like i couldn't handle when i was struggling with one thing or yeah. i was healing me from an area that now that i i can but you obviously grow and you watch mm-hmm. those things but Convictions are a weird subject, I think, because I actually had a conversation with a, a two women the other day about a show, that yeah. common show, and I'm like, it's so amazing. Like, I literally encountered the Lord after every single episode. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen This Is Us. Um, no, I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't seen it. It's just something about it. Yeah. And I feel like the Lord can speak to you in a secular, in secular music. He can speak to you in a secular movie. He can speak to you. Okay, can I yeah. share something? Please, please do. Okay, I didn't think... This is so funny that I would have an opportunity to tell somebody about this and now it's about to be recorded. Anyway. Say it. (laughs) I'm not embarrassed by it. I just think it's funny. But Mm -hmm. like there are certain love songs that I feel like the Lord Uh, sings to me. Yes. And okay, but case in point, I was, this isn't necessarily a love song or whatever, Mm -hmm. but um, Corbin Blue, when he had his stint. As Blue. <laughs> do I have some of his songs on my playlist? Yes. Yeah. Um, but there's a song, Deal With It, right? Uh-huh. Um, hold on. Deal with it. Lyrics. Okay. It's going to make sense in a minute. Um, sorry, you guys. Just bear with me as I look them up. Um, Man, Corbin Blue, High School Musical. What was his name? Chad. His name was Chad in High School Musical, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> um, so the chorus or whatever goes, um, what I gotta do, girl, to get through to you so I can ease your mind. Um, oh, so, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, just the song. Yes, Listen yes. to it. Um, and so the Lord was speaking to me through that song he's like what do I have to tell you like Mm -hmm. what is it that I have to do to get through to you yes that I love you that like I chose you and I was just like out of the mouth of Corbin get out okay (laughs) God can use Corbin blue and he doesn't even know it right and it's like why are we so we put God in such a box Mm -hmm. 
you put him in such a box that we we miss out on so much. Yeah. We miss out on so much beauty. Yeah. And if we want the Lord to take over mainstream media and things like that, why we, why are we running away from it? Why aren't we going into those places? And, like, mm-hmm. he's speaking to us. Like, there's so many. There's a song by Ed Sheeran called The Best Part. And it's by with Yeba. I think her Yeba, her name is. Okay. And if you listen to it, it's just this, like, love song. And she's talking about the little things. And she was like, I overthink but still forget. Mm. And it's like kind of hurt. He's saying these are these things about me, but yet you're the best part of me. Mm. And I just feel like the Lord, like I just love like listening to these songs because I just feel so his love for me. But he speaks to you the way he knows you need to be spoken to. That part, okay. Yeah. Let's not overlook no, like that. He does, and I think that's he's such an intentional God, mm-hmm. and he knows that if my, if my daughter Taylor loves to cry, put on a, sh- a show or a movie just to cry. I'm going to speak to her through that, that scene in the office. I'm going to speak to her through that song. Yeah. If I know Taja listens and jams to Corbin Blue, I'm going to speak to her through Corbin Blue. Why are we putting him in a box? He yeah. loves us too much. And yeah. it's like, I can't imagine what my life would be like if mm. I didn't. But yeah, so yeah. I think like with shows, like this is us, like he spoke to me through it, but we had this conversation and you know, the two women I spoke to, like, they just respectfully declined because of certain things that they felt convicted about. Mm-hmm. And it was, for me, like, it's healthy conversation. Yeah. But also, like, recognizing, like, let's let's really pray about the difference between, like, convictions and just, like, flat out just kind of being religious about something. Mm. You know? There is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. You know, and... It all comes with time. It mm-hmm. all comes with being that friend when they tell you and they're like, well, I don't think that's right. And you're just like, okay, well, I I do. And I, I, yeah. I understand and I respect how you feel yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and I hear your heart, but this is how I feel. And it's there's and I think that's growth and be able yeah. to talk to people that aren't going to agree with you and be yeah. okay that they don't agree. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but um, I just kind of want to sit on the fact that personal convictions is an invitation for relationship too. Yeah. Like just even as we're talking about the different ways that the Lord speaks to us and to other people, it may be like, why are you watching that? Why are you listening to those songs? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> like we're different people. We have different experiences. And thank we God have we're di- different. <laughs> you know, like the Lord does not want robots. No. Now I want you guys to not hear what or to, don't hear what I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. That's how the phrase yeah. goes. Um, I'm not saying go actively go to town on all the secular things you can find. Like, yeah. oh, the Lord's going to speak. No, no. What I am saying is, um, if you have said yes to God, then lean into that yes. Lean into the process, whatever it looks like, mm-hmm. um, to to find God in maybe those places where you are in. Or just allow him to speak. Yes. Like, don't say, oh, you can only speak to me between the times of 6 a.m. Yeah, like... Six hours <laughs> only and <Yeah>. no weekends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a, a weekend Christian. And all this comes <laughs> with your growth in your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first became saved, when I first started growing with the Lord, everything was cut off. Because yeah. I was literally spiritually detoxing my mm. mind and my heart like we detox our bodies when we're yeah. on a cleanse like you have to do that and then it 
opens your ear to hear those convictions. And saying yes to him is saying yes to all of him. And that includes his convictions. And includes the Holy Spirit being grieved. If you want him to live within you, don't let him, don't ignore his voice. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, girl. Let's go. Um, Wow. So there's a lot like that's been covered and honestly I'm just I'll admit this I'm surprised that I've even made it this far in this podcasting journey um (laughs) to have quote unquote 18 I know there might be some listeners that are going to be like what happened to don't ask (laughs) don't even I make the rules here in rough draft land okay (laughs) but um yeah it's just been an incredible journey and I'm proud of you honestly (laughs) thanks Thanks. um I'm trying to get better about sharing so get better um, about it conviction yeah 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 (laughs) we're we're getting there it's a process opening up a clamshell is not easy like you have to pry it open to get to the pearl um but it's in there that pearl is there it is (laughs) and your voice matters Taja thank (laughs) you um so to kind of um pull out some wild cards, right? I told you, I told Taylor, I was like, um, Taylor, I like it to keep it super organic, you know, just see where, where it takes us, like, whatever. Um, but I did send her an email with, like, a bunch of things that was like, in the event that we do this, let's be prepared. Um, I don't think we're gonna go into all of it, but, um, hmm, let's, Let's share since 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 I'm in the reflecting mood today. That's <laughs> um, this year, and mind you, it's not over. Like it's still October. Um, but, it's but this really, is it's quickly approaching. Oh, <laughs> quicker than we all think. Um, this is Q4. This is prime year, end of year season. Um, you've got prime your time. holidays. Super excited about to go. Like in on Thanksgiving, even if it is only a small gathering, like I don't care, it'll be fun. Friendsgiving, yeah. heck yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask, what are some things that you've learned about yourself over this year? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't ask this question. Oh, <laughs> plot twist. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know me, I hate, like, I don't necessarily love talking about myself. Um, Hmm. Did you ask me what's one thing or three? <laughs> or just however many. I'm okay. going to give you a number. Would you say spiritually or just like, just things? Like just what are, things. Just things? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've learned that there, so, that there's strength in crying. Hmm. I always saw my tears for a while as weakness because I'm an emotional being. Yeah. Um, And the Lord has really just been so kind and tender with me to tell me that doesn't mean that I'm weak. It actually gives me strength Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I mean, not an, I mean, I think, no, I'm going to say it in everything. Even when you're crying over something stupid about a boy not liking you back. That's not stupid. He... (laughs) loves that because you're vulnerable with him and 
there's no part of you that you won't give him if mm. you can give him and cry about even just not wanting to cry. And I shared that as one of my notes, the novel, but wow. I've learned that it's okay and my tears are not a sign of me being immature or lacking in spiritual growth or mm. and I and it's it's just been so freeing to myself. It's just been so freeing. Yeah. Um yeah, I've learned I think that's a big thing because yeah. I'm a crier. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that. Um and because this happens often on at these episodes, I'm gonna do another shameless plug of Mercy Culture Church. Pastor Landon yes. has I been my church yeah. and my leaders. <laughs> he's incredible. Um, but he's been on um, teaching a series on the Beatitudes, and mm-hmm. he talked about mourning. So when yes. you're talking about crying and everything, it's like literally it's a tangible representation of what's happening yeah. inside, and you're getting it out. Yeah. And the sooner you get it out, the sooner like you're aware of it. The sooner the Lord can meet you oh, there. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, and that's not to shame anybody who doesn't cry, but like there is something cathartic and very something like beautiful. It's something so beautiful. Yeah. It's like literally like letting your inward because your tears come from the inside. It's something that's kind of hidden mm-hmm. behind our body, and it's something we if we allow to really yeah. just come out. We're releasing what's inside of us, and I think we need to let it out. Yeah, Jesus wept, y'all. He sure did. <laughs> There's some of us out here being emotionally constipated. And we right? Just need to Take a laxative. A, just, <laughs> watch us that movie and just let it out. And I do that. I've done that. My movie, my go-to sad movie is Les Mis. Really? I literally, the like, historicals. like, deep within myself. <laughs> like, I'm crying. Like, mostly because the movie is called, like, Miserable. Right? And I, I've watched it probably, like, three times, and each time I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. And like, everything weep. good will happen. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? I'm, like, crying. But it's, it's so, I feel so good. Mm-hmm. I feel so good afterwards. Yeah. Don't yeah. stay there, but it's good. Yeah, don't stay Allow there. yourself to go there, but know you got to leave. Mm-hmm. If you start getting your mail in Sadnessville, oh, you've been there too long. Change the address. Yeah. Return to sender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to move on from there. Um, let's see. What else have you learned about yourself? Okay. Or is that the only uh, Unless you don't want to share another one. That's maybe okay. I'll think of some as okay. we're, like, talking. I might. Okay. Do you have a question for me as I look at my half notes? What have you learned about yourself, Taja? Um, like in this year, last year, I mean, and moving to Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I haven't told that story. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to... You know, I <laughs> <did> too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I say, oh, yeah, because I've mentioned on different episodes, like, oh, yeah, sometimes I'll talk about my whole process of moving. Haven't done that yet. Um... But that's fine. That's for a different time. <laughs> what I've learned, one of the things I've learned about myself on a little bit of a surface level, I've discovered that I really enjoy cleaning. Like, yes, I'll take that in my pocket. <laughs> like, there's something about putting things in order, mm-hmm. and it's become more apparent to me that a huge indicator 
of like some kind of unrest in me is if my room is not clean. Mm. Like if it's not clean, like I start to get some type of way like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like I can't be in here. Um, but there's something about putting things back in order mm. that just allows me to be more like, <sighs> like now yes, I can breathe, breath. now I can, um, I wash dishes a lot, mostly because I cook a lot. And so I can't, like, have my roommates wash the dishes because, like, they didn't cook. It was me. (laughs) I guess. So. Unless unless they ate it. If they ate some of your food, then they should be cleaning it up. No, that's all right. Um, (laughs) I really enjoy washing dishes. and um, It's something so therapeutic. Yeah. And on top of that, there's a window right in front of the sink. So so I can look outside. And I'm just, like, here for it because nature. I'm here for it, too. (laughs) Are you a naturist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although some people are surprised when they find that out. And I'm like, just because I'm not all here, like, let's go backpacking. Let's go camping. Like, Yeah, there's so much more to a naturist than that. Yeah. I think I know, I think I knew you were the first spoken word video that I heard you do um, <laughs> with all the sounds and everything. Really? Mm-hmm. I just had a feeling. Because you just so connected with me on a level. Yeah. Unspoken of. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I just really enjoy looking at nature. Like, I could do without the bugs. Same. I like, to... if I could get a bugless nature, so I could no be. No bugs on your slice of heaven. None. None, none in mine either, Lord. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Um, butterflies. Butterflies. I love butterflies. butterflies. And I like ladybugs too. I accidentally ate a ladybug once. <laughs> I was young. Did it taste <laughs> good? No. Okay. <laughs> it was gross. Yeah, we will go to that story. Ladybugs are not good, folks. Yeah, don't eat them. They're cute, Aren't though. they all boy ladybugs? I don't know. I heard that once. I was like seven. So why are we calling our ladybugs ladybugs? Why aren't they family know. bugs or something? I don't know. But that was like that in um, A Bug's Life. Okay. That the one, he was a ladybug. But he was a he, and he called him Ladybug. That was the joke. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe okay, that's Adam. why. <laughs> Adam, why did we name it Ladybugs? We like. Mm. We're wondering. You named everything. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. You we'll named be talking wrong. about that when I see you. <laughs> um. Let's see. What else have I learned about myself? Um. Oh, I've learned that. I'm not as much of an introvert as I thought. Mm, that's a good one. You're literally, like, these are good ones I can agree with for yeah. myself, too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I don't like talking about quarantine, COVID, all these buzzwords. Because no things. Fake. But that's 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so, I discovered two reasons. One, 95% of my roommates are introverted. Mm. And I'm always the one who's like, yeah, let's go do something. Let's have people over. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, but they don't, like, actively look out for that. And two, when I'm told that I can't go out and socialize, I want to go out and socialize even more, you know? Yeah. So there's that process, <laughs> A too. lot of the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, am I actually an introvert? Because... I can't stand being by myself. Yeah, and I think definitely think I th- our circumstances have 
can cause us to feel like we're introverts and we're yeah. really not. Yeah. And I thought I when I came here, I was like, I'm an introvert, and I just kind of pushed myself into that. And then being with an extremely extroverted roommate, um, I've learned that I'm like an introverted extrovert. It's like yeah. I have those moments when I'm really comfortable around you, mm-hmm. you'll know yeah. that I'm comfortable. Not, yeah. But then also I'm learning that I... I think it's just the closer I get with the Lord though, and my roommate, the more, because my roommate, she just, just teaches me to have that I don't care spirit, <laughs> and I love her for it, Yeah. Um. but literally, it's like, I'm just like, I don't care anymore, because I think yeah. the introverted for me part was like, I'm scared of what this person's going to think of me, so I'm just going to be really quiet and mm. call it being introverted. Ah. You know, because yeah. it's like, I like being alone, but like you said, it's like, you kind of realize you like being around people. Yeah. You know, and I'm learning to like, where I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to go and be myself and Mm -hmm. it's fun and it's free and it's whatever. Yes. But yeah. Yes. I just, I love hosting people. And you're so great at it. (laughs) Thanks. Hence this podcast as well. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, To wrap it up, I think I'm going to ask one more question. And that is, what is something that you've learned about God this year? Maybe it's new. Maybe you relearned it Mm -hmm. what's something that you've learned about God I have really learned um I think probably the last maybe three months I'm now coming out of it but when I got here like I said kind of earlier my whole world Mm -hmm. kind of fell apart um and I lost relationships that were dear you know but the Lord I was it was all the Lord and I'm thankful for it but Really, really learning Jesus is so close to the brokenhearted. Hmm. And and it kind of is like we've said it, we've heard it, and we've kind of brushed past it. Yeah. Um, and there were moments where he's so funny because I'll always be at church and Mercy Pl- Shameless Plug, yes. Mercy Plus, um, and we'll be doing worship and I'm like, God, I'm not crying today. We can cry when we get home. You can talk to me, whatever you want, but... We're not crying today. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll be at worship, and I'll just think, yeah, whatever we're singing, uh-huh. it is good. And he'll whisper these things to me, and I'm on the floor. <laughs> like, <gasps> snot. And, of course, yes. those are the moments when there's no tissue. By Never. You. So it's just like, <laughs> like, so then you're trying to, like, you know, make sure your yeah. makeup stays a little bit in place, and then you just see like, whatever, I don't uh-huh. care. Um, so on to that, you know, there were moments where I would just be reminded of that loss of a relationship or that mm. hurt and it would be like right in my face. Yeah. And I remember, you know, just knowing in the Lord's Jesus is close to the brokenhearted, but I was in worship and one time and I was just like, Lord, I feel like I can't even worship. This hurts so bad. Mm. Like, ah, and he was like, no one will ever know betrayal heartbreak Mm. like I will like no one on this earth that was or to come will ever understand you in this exact moment and how you feel like I will understand you and it something just like of course I was on the floor (laughs) but it was like whoa like Mm. and I think the enemy wants us to walk around believing that we're misunderstood not only by people, maybe sometimes we misunderstand ourselves, but yeah. 
that by the Lord and knowing that everything we'll ever go through, every temptation, every wonder, worry, Jesus walked through already, it like breaks this thing in Mm. me where I don't have to be this for him to understand me. Like I will be, I am understood. Mm -hmm. Like I, he understands why this hurts right now. And it was just made him just so much even more real to me. And also too, like we need to stop limiting the Trinity and saying, Hmm. clumping them together because yes, they are one, but they have each individual amazing attributes that make them who they are. And I remember years ago, like I was in the shower because he speaks to us in the shower and the Lord spoke something and he was like, which one of us was it? And I've talked to people about this and they mm-hmm. kind of just get weird, you know, yeah. if you don't understand. And I understand sometimes yeah. it just takes time, but it's learned. It's taught me to where there's seasons where Jesus is just literally sitting on the corner of my bed. Like mm-hmm. it's, he's just so close. Yeah. And it's like when I was broken, my heart was broken. It felt like my heart yeah. was literally ripped out of my chest. I didn't know where it was. And he was so close. Wow. Like, he was so close, and if you allow him to be that close. And so you're learning, and there's just different seasons where one, like, even at our church, Mercy Culture, we obviously the Trinity is one. Mm-hmm. We worship, we say, thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Holy Spirit. We're saying God. Yeah. But we highlight and emphasize the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has been left out yeah. for so long. Yeah. So I think I've just learned, like, to not put God in a box and mm-hmm. just clump him in one. Know that you can have access to each part of the Trinity and learn yeah. different character traits of each. Holy Spirit is so, 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 so nurturing. Yeah. Um, comforter. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the so close. He's he's No one will ever understand you like he will. And I'm so thankful that the Lord it was so tra- strategic in that and mm-hmm. how he walked and lived his life because there's nothing that... I can do or will not do or will do that he won't understand. Yeah. And I love that because I'll never be misunderstood ever a day in my life because he understands me. And then, of course, the father, he's just him, his forethought over me. Hmm. Like, I have to sometimes, I definitely have to remind myself, but if you're listening, just think about how literally you sitting where you are, wherever you are, he Hmm. literally forethought you before anyone could ever think of you and yeah. his he gave you mercy he gave you love he planned everything ever every dream everything you're ever gonna do everything like it's <laughs> your favorite color your yeah. favorite song you know the way you're gonna dye your hair not dye your hair you're gonna cut your hair tomorrow like he knows all yeah. these things and he looks at you and just his heart beat skips mm-hmm. beat like just think about that like yeah. and that's our father like, he just loves us so much. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, just knowing, like, letting each one of the Trinity be and knowing they're one. But I learned that about Jesus really recently. And then he only does what the Father does. Yeah. So the Father is close to the brokenhearted as well. And that's what he would have done. Wow. So, yes, I've learned just so much just about living and doing life with him. And it's caused, it's helped me so much to deal with disappointment. Wow. And... It's helped me bounce back a lot quicker yeah. than I used to. Because I was used to sulk in disappointment or just wonder. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me bounce back because it's like, I have everything. Yeah. Sitting looking at you, Taja, I have everything I'll ever need. I lack nothing. Mm. Because so he's everything. 
That was a lot. <laughs> That's okay. That was, like, that was really good. That was so good. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me that I've learned, and probably more so within the past couple months, is that God doesn't make mistakes. No. Like, literally, I went through a period of time where I was actively trying to prove the Lord wrong. Mm. I was like, you, like, look at this. Look at me. Like, you chose wrong. And he's like, mm, I don't make mistakes. No. Like, I literally don't do that. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. how can you still love me? Like, how can X, Y, Z? And he's like, because I know you mm-hmm. better than you know yourself. And I need you to know about me. I don't make mistakes. Like, so I feel like it's so easy, especially in this social media driven world where everybody else seems to be having the best Mm -hmm. life and all these things. It's easy to think, oh, I was a mistake because I'm not doing X, Y, Z. Or how could I ever have been picked by the Lord because X, Y, Z. And it's like, there's nothing that we can do. Nothing. To make him stop Mm-mm. loving us. Mm-mm. You know? And so. And think about how much it grieves him. Mm. Like I just was like, Lord, like how much it grieves him for not, for us to not know who he created us to be. Yeah. Like, or just, cause it separates. It's, it's like a little bit of separation. Mm-hmm. It grieves, ha- like it has to grieve yeah. the father's heart when you don't believe you're beautiful. Yeah. It has to grieve the Father's heart when you settle for less of something, when Mm. you don't realize what you have potential to do, when you don't speak up, when you feel like you have something to say. Like, it grieves him. Yeah. Like, he grieves when we grieve. And if we're grieved over something, like, best believe he's up there grieving. Mm -hmm. And I just love how, even in the middle of us trying to be like, God, you did it wrong. (laughs) Let me tell you what you did wrong. He's like... Okay, I hear you. He's like, they're there. But let me tell you (laughs) why I didn't. Mm -hmm. Like, let me tell you about Mm -hmm. yourself. Like, the fact that the Lord would meet us where we're at. Yes. In our unbelief, in our doubts, in our uncertainties. And he's like, okay, I I see that uncertainty. Yes. Let me show you my faithfulness. I see that doubt. Let me show you my goodness. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, did I actually? Sorry. "Mm, So sorry. Let I repent. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> just take a step back. Yeah. But yeah, wow. I love that. <laughs> we could go on and on. I know <laughs> for days. <laughs> but I think we're gonna end on that note. Um, I mean, you sure know how to end a season with a bang. This wild card. <laughs> Thank you so much, Taylor. Thank um, you. Hopefully, we can have you on again because I would, I would enjoy it. that. Um, I don't have all the answers, but we'll figure it out together.